Welcome to the Trades Podcast, a podcast about the business of home improvement and promoting the trades to young adults. Yes. Rolling. We're hot. All right, we're here at the Ignite BBB Podcast Studio. This is the Trades Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Jeff Mudd, and I am excited about today. Yeah, we got uh, robotics on the agenda. Yes, and, and I, I'm going to give a, a little shout out to Philip Purdy of Stonecroft Construction. All right. Uh, we did a recording up in uh, uh, Colorado Springs a while back, and then we went to lunch. And during lunch, we started talking about the future of the construction trades. And Philip just put me on a tangent, put me on a mission <laughs> to learn more about robotics and then you know just a couple months after that ai is the big thing you know and yeah everybody's getting into it marketing agencies to, uh, you know google and then we're finding out china's like the biggest uh you know producer of investments going into ai and yeah. it's it's mind-boggling what's happening in the world right now yeah now just i mean just, just the surface of like ve- vehicle Automation through softwares. Automation through softwares. It's it's um, AI is getting involved in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Just, just driving here. There was a uh, on the news. They were talking about a, a San Francisco company that made a AI Santa Claus, and you can log in and ask Santa Claus anything. Really? Yeah. What do I get for Christmas? What should I make for Christmas dinner? You know, if you're a kid, does you he, know does Santa he te- Claus. You know, he, this is what I want. Does he tell by the tone of his voice if you're going to get coal or not? Or? I, I, I haven't logged in yet, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be. I mean, that's, that's a key thing. I mean, that's 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 where it's like, you know, where is he going to? Where is it at? Where is he going to go? How can people apply it? And is is there? I mean, you know, people I think are already finding a need for it. Absolutely. So here on the Trades Podcast, let's focus back in on how robotics and AI is going to affect the construction trades. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've been to fast food. I have. You know, go in, walk into McDonald's. You know, how many people you see behind the counter now? Mm -hmm. One, maybe. Yeah. You know, you walk in, there's the, the, the little big screen there, and you put in your order. Taco Bell, a lot of the fast foods are all doing Mm -hmm. that. Um, So... That's robotics. That's yeah. a, that's a big flat robot. Yep. You know that's taking the place of a worker mm-hmm. in the restaurant industry. I mean, you go to the restaurants and they got the, you know, log in on your app to place your order. Yeah. Not not only that. Yeah. Exactly. Logging into the app where it also records your your um your your repetitions, your your routine. Where if you happen to go to Starbucks on a weekly basis. They're gonna start sending you, hey, you know, you get a, you get this week, you get a free coffee. Oh. Why? Because you've came to our shop six times out of this week. On the seventh day, you're gonna get that seventh, uh, uh, seventh free coffee or uh, something like that. Absolutely. And and we were we were talking earlier about autonomous vehicles. You know, in major cities right now, you you go to uh, call a taxi cab or an Uber or whatever, an autonomous vehicle will show up. You jump in, it's like, where's the driver? Yeah, I haven't ran into that yet, but I've definitely heard, obviously, you know, certain cities are having, testing that out and rolling it out. Yeah, I think San Francisco, LA, you know, big, big cities, you know, and mm-hmm. it's the inner city too. Right. Um, that That's that my understanding. Um, yeah, finding an autonomous vehicle that's going to get you from San Diego to San Francisco is probably a little ways down the line, but right. it, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean, 
I mean, just for where AI, people have been talking about where AI probably has been around for a long time. It just has been applica- being applicated in maybe people that have higher budgets, bigger okay. companies, uh, AWS, even like through a- Amazon, um, you know, that they have, you know, their systems that they have to, you know, process robots within their warehouses. Yeah, the fulfillment center, you know, mm-hmm. so somebody, you know, jumping on the fa- forklift and putting the safety belt on and another guy pushing the button to go up to get something off the shelf. There's robotics that are on tracks, run around, grab the thing, grab, pull it off the shelf, put, pull it down, run it to, uh, I've never been in a warehouse, but I've seen some videos of, you know, how that works. And yeah. That's replaced workers. Mm-hmm. So are we scared? Everybody's going to be unemployed and replaced uh, by robots here soon? No. I don't know. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, obviously everybody has that in their image, in their mind, the Terminator aspect you know yeah you know they have robots taking over it's it's um you know skynet skynet one touch of a button that Mm -hmm. they're gonna the robots are gonna you know technology is gonna turn on us but it's a key thing that i strongly believe that you know with it being in our area that people may not see it directly but it's being used for the past 10 years you know strongly and now we're at that forefront where it's now it's becoming in, in uh, largely in consumers' hands, where they can feel it, they can touch it, they can test it out. They know yeah. the capabilities. They're finding out the capabilities of it. T- technology is moving faster and faster, and the application of that is showing more and more in the public's eyes. Yeah, it is. It is, and and even on another part where I mean, like that's that's the question though, where everybody has: what is the future? Of AI, what is the future of technology? I, I don't know. So, uh, oh, yeah. um, um, cell phone, five G cell phone, set up across the three major co- uh, freeways, ten, uh, forty, and seventy, that go from coast to coast. You know, that's all set up so that you can have autonomous uh, uh, trucks moving stuff across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, is it happening yet? I don't think so, but we're getting closer. Yeah. You know, that, that's one of the basics for doing it. You know, there's still a lot of safety issues and things that need to be worked out. But, you know, whether it's two years or 10 years, it's going to happen. Right. And and that's where another part where, I mean, we've had guests on the past, on the on the show talking about, you know, new technology coming in within the trades uh, where it could be as, you know, AI mapping out uh, a job site. AI is going to be able to, you know, map out a job site, be able to, to communicate communicate and control the employees on the on-site also as well where it's help it's helping um you know business contractors or uh, and development companies kind of track exactly what's happening on their job sites without having to be there absolutely we uh um you have you have the ability to track people's uh um, motions where they're walking and stuff Mm -hmm. and when you take and analyze that, you find out uh, there's a certain percentage of people that are jumping over the conveyor belt in a manufacturing thing. Yeah. So you've been able to um, put up barriers and retrain the employees to be safer. And AI and data processing helped with that. That was what Danny was talking about there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and we can go deep into it, but, I mean, you specifically, Jeff, I mean, you know, You've seen, obviously, 20 years behind, you know, in the past. You've been in this industry for more than 20 years. 
of constructions and construction when, when I started, we did not have YouTube. Right. So yeah, I've been in I've been in construction longer than Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't have those all those how to videos, even yeah. though you were just telling me you were using it yesterday. We, we didn't have that. I used it last night on something else. Uh, <laughs> um, we uh, uh, didn't have smartphones. You know, mm-hmm. beepers were the thing. You know. Yeah. Um, so, and then, uh, next came out with the walkie talkie. That was like, wow, big, you know? Um, I still hear that beep in my, in my head sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, the, the, so, the world, so, the world is changing and it's changing faster and faster for, yeah for, for us, you know? So somebody that's graduating high school right now really doesn't know a world without cell phones or the internet. Yeah. They've and never I, seen it. Now, I don't think that's a bad thing though. You know, it's, it's, I think everybody needs to be able to be able to use the technology that's being applied, you know, uh, um, around them. But like you said, like, you know, growing up with a tablet in your hand, probably not a good thing, you know, for, for, uh, um, for kids, you know, nowadays, unless it's, you know, something that you can watch and apply it with something else that you're using your hands, you know, possibly where you have the opportunity to, um, all right. Like almost like like you said, like a how to a demonstration from YouTube, you know, like yeah. this is how you do this. All right, well, here is the kit for you to do it. Now, step one, boom, 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 and you're using your hands simultaneously. It's the application of it. I mean, but you get into you know, you're asking a parenting question almost. Well, and, do, do, you, do you take an 18 month old yeah. and give them a tablet um, and put games on there that are designed for an 18 month old to play? You know, unlimited amount of time. Or do you balance that out with, right. you know, you got to use your hands, you know, you need to get out in the sun and get, you know, do different things in life too. Yeah. But, but that experience that the 18 month old is getting on a tablet and how that progresses, progresses over the next, you know, 15, 20 years as they go through schooling, you know, if, if it's balanced and, uh, um, the, the progression is controlled, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I, my kids didn't have that. I know. Up, so. And I, I should probably take a step back. I don't have kids. So it's hard for me to say, right, even right now that like, oh, I wouldn't do that. Or this is something that that I would do. You know, I'm not there yet. When it happens, those are decisions that you and your wife will have to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know? and, and, and everybody does, you yeah. know, that gets in that position. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a key thing, though, where, you know, the feedback that I've seen or get and, um, it's it's uh it's an interesting thing you know where sometimes i i'll, I'll take a step back and i'll look at technology as like oh, i like it. i mean I, my life would be way better if i didn't have uh social media my life would be way way better if i didn't have have to uh, uh um you know feel like i gotta post a life event or let everybody know exactly what, what i got going on where you know i wish you know it would just be you know continue to live your life you know the people that are around you that know about it hear about it see about it um, that makes it a lot easier. That just you know where it's it's the core people around you, but of course we're where we can be all intertwined and, and connected a little bit more. Uh, I think AI and technology has only one brought more people together, which is a great positive thing. Um, a key thing just through technology of uh, communication online. You know we've interacted with Decking One Hundred and One on Facebook groups. Uh, different construction groups, you know, the communication between that technology side of things is key. And I don't know maybe if AI is pulling information from these groups yet, you know, if you do go in and ask chat GPT 
Um, and if it's pulling information from what? That data is not good going away. Yeah. Somebody's tracking it. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> and, and, and that's something that, um, like I was mentioning, you saw what was before YouTube, before the internet, before Google, um, in the construction area. I mean, even just in the next, you know, five, 10 years, what do you personally see, you know, being, being that we've been going to these expos, we've been able to meet some people that have new technology coming in. Uh, we're going to be going to some more expos in the future. So, um, so what, do you, what do you, what do you, what do you see, Jeff? So, so th- this is a really, um, interesting subject for us, Danny. And we, we yeah. could go on for this for hours, Yeah, but, uh, the HVAC industry, the heating, air conditioning, and then the duct work. I mean, we've been using machines and robotic type machines to bend metal mm-hmm. to make these types of uh, duct work that goes in, you know, for, for a lot of years now. Uh, CNC machines, you know, um, have been used for decades, you know. So a lot of this technology's been around in robotics mm-hmm. for a long time. Uh, concrete forms, you know, um, to not just put up a two by 12 and pour footing, but there's concrete forms like you see on the side of the freeway that have designs built into them. You know, all that was laid out with a computer, you know, and then broken down into panels, uh, structural steel, um, the high precision it takes to be able to build a high rise. You know, you, you don't have guys up there on the, uh, you know, 40th floor with a tape measure trying to get the beams, you know, parallel, <laughs> you know, all yeah. that was, all that was done with, uh, computers and, you know, now, now you're seeing st- things that the, uh, uh, a robot can actually cling to the, uh, structural beams and climb up and do a weld or, uh, take a video c- picture of it. And send back to an operator. I mean, so the safety aspect of some of the things that are being developed right now mm-hmm. for workers, you know, yeah, um, that because yeah, yeah. I mean, there's the the classic thing. Uh, th- actually, there's a ride in uh, or a uh, thing in uh, New York right now that uh-huh. shows it gives you the experience of sitting on the beam. Um, of a, f- oh, of really? a big high rise thing, yeah. I'm seeing <laughs> seeing some pop ups on that on some social media. All right, and it's, it's a, you know pretty cool thing. And or or at a very low price of putting in an application um, at a at, with a big company and going through some apprenticeship. I'm sure that you can be on a high rise on a real life on well, a beam. Yeah, well, we've had Jamie McMillan. Uh, um, <laughs> that is a. Uh, she she welds does high rise stuff right. and she's not afraid of heights she went up the golden gate uh That's bridge right. we talked about that with her yeah i mean but th- there's so much stuff happening caterpillar mm-hmm. uh big tractor company mm-hmm. they do a lot of r- really big dump trucks and mining uh equipment the, i think they have over 200 autonomous uh, tra- uh dump trucks running in the mining industry right now you know but i'm sure there's somebody up there on a uh, tablet, you mm-hmm. know, kind of controlling, w- controlling and watching and making sure everything's safe. But he can look at multiple machines at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, and he can work uh, uh, a lot safer, you know. It allows him to take the brakes. The machine keeps working. Right. Um, yeah, dry, it, drywall finishing up in San Francisco. There's a company up there that uh, uh, drywall finishing is one of the uh, trades that takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. 
you know, to produce the final product because there's lots of different steps. There's drying time and stuff. Well, they've made a robot that will do the taping, the, the mudding, the texturing, and I'm not sure about the painting yet, but the, you know, that process of doing all that, and I think they uh, did a project at the San Francisco airport remodel up there a couple of years back. Yeah. You know, so robotics is making an impact in the industry. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, and like you said, where it's it's being used where areas are, there's a lot of time and labor that's put put into these spaces of where robots are looking um, to be used, you know, where it's it's labor intensive. So on, on both sides where you still have someone controlling the robot, you still have someone there to monitor, make sure things are working correctly. And so that's, that's where skilled people still need to be around to understand what is good and what is bad, right? Yeah, absolutely. So there's also the, the finances that go behind it. So I just mentioned the robot that did the airport uh, remodel. Well, that was probably a multi-million dollar project. Are you going to show up somebody's house and, uh, you know, you're doing a spec house and you've got, you know, a 3,600 square foot house with, you know, however many sheets of drywall and you're going to show up with a robot to do all that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> probably not for a while. Yeah. You know, it's not cost effective. Right. So whether that's five years out or 25 years out. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it, it might, it might, that might not even be a, a robot thing ever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, just, it absolutely no. could blow over and just say, this is definitely not something that, that we can handle or, uh, or mass produce to, to have happen. Well, there's also a difference between drywall and mm -hmm. plaster. Mm -hmm. So, and there's benefits to both. Dry, drywall is quicker and easier and, uh, and uh, less expensive. Plaster is more of an art form. Um, so, as you pick your needs, pick your trade paths, you know, drywall might be not as hot of an industry, but the custom work and the artistic form that you can apply into plastering mm -hmm. in a custom home, mm -hmm. you know, that might be around for a hundred years. Yeah. Until something else, you know, a new product or something yeah. comes out to replace it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's where I think, you know, you know, the technology side of things, innovation has always never been a problem. You know, I think where, you know, the the products and different things to be used in different industries, even specifically through um, through, through the construction side of things, um, you know, how many times can you replace steel? You can, you, you can't replace steel, you know, it's, a, you know, natural born, you know, um, element of the world. But when you are placing the steel and the accuracy of, you know, being able to build these buildings specifically with the steel is that's where the tradesperson and experience needs to come in place. You know, it's, it's going to be a key thing for, you know, us to be able to communicate that through technology. If it's going to be automated, um, you still need people experience to be able to write those, um, write those, those goals and what it needs, to, what it needs to be able to accomplish. Yeah, abs absolutely. Yeah. So steel. I mean, we look at some of the high rises that were, let's say New York and classic yeah. city that has lots of high rises, you know, what's the longevity of some of them buildings? I don't know. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know if you're supposed to put a longevity. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you hope it's going to last well, a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean like in uh, Southern California, San Diego, Los Angeles, 
earthquake prone, you know, San Francisco. We've had some uh, huge earthquakes out here. And the technology and the uh, uh, standards are uh, increasingly getting tighter and, and more advanced, you know. So we have retrofits that are done on bridges, retrofits that are done on buildings, you know, adds to the longevity. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things that go into the construction industry. I don't think robots are going to be doing retrofits, although there might be machinery that helps with different aspects of it. It's still going to take construction workers to do it. And uh, I mean, I mean, we talked a little bit about the, the part of robots being able to, you know, replace labor. Um, how crucial do you think that would be to an industry like construction? You know, where, you know, there, there is parts of, of like you said, the atomic, like if you got people not being able to uh, ride around those cats, big cat, caterpillar uh, machinery on mining, uh, mining projects. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you, you take a, a, a driver that's been trained, experienced, understands grading, mm-hmm. then you add in, you know, he needs to be paid for his eight hours and benefits and, you know, there's a certain uh, amount of workman's comp that goes with it and, you know, all, all the different things it takes to have a person in that vehicle, right. you know. So we have a labor shortage. So if you need to be running 20 trucks and you only got, 12 people, you know, on staff that are qualified to do it, you know, having autonomous vehicles, you know, might be a little more expensive on the onset, but in the long run, you know, it's going to take away some jobs. And, 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 you know, granted, it's most likely it would probably be a 24 hour operation, 24 hour seven. Now you can run 24 hours, seven operation. Um, but we have a labor shortage. Yeah. So are we really taking away a job or are we just putting a robot in a job position that, that, that wasn't filled before yeah is it right you know yeah uh, so it's a wh- great way to look at it right there because uh, i mean you're absolutely you know <laughs> you're feeling a void that needs that needs to be completed yeah. and there there aren't enough people that want to complete it or like you said the labor shortage of just within a specific industry there's just not enough people yeah. to do it yeah and we we can also talk about the safety aspect of robotics in the construction field so um if like the the guy that's working the steel beam, you know, at twenty five running up the 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 thing, you yeah. know, forty five the knees ache a little bit. The elevator sounds like a better option, right? You know, with robotics and some of the safety aspects of it, you know, a guy uh, or a gal could be in that industry a little bit longer than the expected ten years ago, right? So here here's another example. We talked about high rises. You know, they, they go up in uh, floors. So as a floor is built, now you need to put the rooms in there. So most rooms are going to be done with steel stud framing. So classic, same thing as you have on a concrete floor in a high rise as you would on a house. You know, guys out there with a tape measure, chalk line, laying out where the floor goes. You know, takes time, mm-hmm. you know, and he's not really doing the carpentry or the sheet metal part of the job. He's just doing the layout. Well, there's yeah. robots out there. Multiple different uh, companies have uh, watched their little robots that will run around. They have the plans built into the computer system that's on this little robot. Yeah. And it will either paint or chalk or etch the floor plan 
a heck of a lot more accurate than the guy with the tape measure and yeah. a lot faster. Right. So now he's making that person that's building those interior walls way more efficient and valuable. That sounds like, you know, that sounds like a good positive thing to me. Yeah. I mean, you get more things a little bit more accurate and, you know, less questions being asked between uh, supervisors, between the workers, between uh, uh, um, project managers. It's a lot of things. Like you said, time efficiency is a huge thing, especially that everybody knows time is everything. Uh, absolutely. And you look at the uh, um, cost effectiveness. We talked about that before. So you have a 30, 50, whatever, you know, 10-story high-rise. I'm not, I'm not sure the, the financial aspect of it. Right. But to purchase that machine, load it in the plans, mm-hmm apply its, you know, the, the system that he's going to use on a high rise doing floors is one thing compared to a guy that's doing three or four houses, you know, or a, a, a single, a single family residence, you know, yeah. it's not cost effective. You better yeah. pay, just pay the carpenter an extra, you know, hour or two or three to use the traditional method. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, like it's, like, I mean, you know, that's why we wanted to bring this up, you know, cause it's something that we've talked about in a lot of our episodes, you know, no. how technology affects different industries, how technology has affected different, uh, um, you know, business owners, you know, no. uh, their experiences, workers, what has it done um, positively, negatively? I think we've, you know, it's going to be a continuous yeah. conversation that we're going to yeah. always have and something new is going to yeah. come up. So, yeah, I, I think this, uh, little podcast we're on right now, Danny, this is just part one. Yeah. For, so yeah, so exactly. I'm going to challenge any of our guests out there listening. Yeah. You know, if you hear of any new technology in the robotics field. Tell them right here. Yeah. Tell them. Yeah. G- give us a call. Yeah. Drop us an email. Yeah. Uh, the tradespodcast.com is a website. You can leave some comments there. Yeah, yeah. Or, so, or, or so, social media. Yeah. yeah. D- D- Danny loves that Instagram, you know, get on Instagram, it. TikTok, Facebook, you know, because yeah. we, we, we want, we want to hear, uh, you know, your guys's uh, questions and conversations that you might be having with other family members or, yeah. you know, people that you're working with and kind of hear your experience. So let us know. Let us, know let, let, let us know, and we're, we're going to follow this one up because we got a lot more information just in this basic realm of robotics and how it's affecting yeah, the construction industry and what to expect 20, in the future. You know, coming out of COVID, um, you know, there's, there's talk about all the AI, and then 2023 really, really hit, like, the ground running with everybody. Oh, yeah. It was, it was like, you know, I mean, everybody is – it's everybody has the capability of getting their hands on AI. And if you d- if you don't think that you're interacting with it, you probably already are. You probably are. Yeah, you <laughs> might not be on Chat GBT right now. Yeah, but it's affecting you. Yeah, you know? the people are using it. You're hearing it in their marketing messages. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah gr- great way to start off on this one, Danny. Yeah, and part one. We're uh, we're gonna do some follow up on this one too. All right. Thanks everybody. Again, make sure you uh, go out there, listen to us, tradespodcast.com on all platforms, uh, anything podcast, and then all our social medias. Check it out, thetradespodcast.com. Tradespodcast, I want to tell you about Sage IT Systems. I have personally met with Judy, who gave me the behind-the-scenes tour of how Sage IT Systems works and helps out their clients. They've been helping my construction company for a couple years with all the challenges of COVID, taking staff remote, server backup, everything a business needs from an IT company, Sage IT Systems has been doing for us. The support they're giving to the Trades Podcast is fantastic. I highly recommend Sage IT. 
If you need a review of your IT systems, please reach out to Judy. Her cell phone, 619-743-5870, or you can go to sage-it.com. That's S-A-G-E-I-T.com. Thank you so much for your support for the Trades Podcast.